Christian greetings to you, my brothers and my sisters all over the world. How are you doing today? It's a beautiful Monday morning. I am glad to be back online bringing the word of Yahweh to you. I must say good morning to you, Sister Yvonne Roof out there in Jamaica, a very good friend of mine. She's a faithful warrior on the battlefield of Yahweh. Good morning to you, South America. Good morning to you, North America. Great Britain, good morning. Philippines, good morning. Good morning to you, Antigua and Barbuda. Good morning to you, St. Vincent, St. Kitts. Uh, oh, yes, Barbados, uh, the Bahamas. Good morning to you all. Yahweh bless you as you listen to his word today. And as you continue sharing and spreading the gospel, you are a part of history. You are bringing down the curtains of earth's history by the spreading of the proclamation of the word of Yahweh. So praise the name of the Most High today. I am happy to be bringing the word of Yahweh to you. Today's word is captioned, For whom are you praying? For whom are you praying? Prayer is the opening of the heart to Yahweh as to a friend. Not that it is necessary in order to make known to Yahweh what we are, but in order to enable us to receive him. Prayer does not bring Yahweh down to us, but prayer brings us up to him. Did you hear that? Prayer does not bring Yahweh down to us, but brings us up to him. It is as if you are speaking with a friend, for we are told to come before the throne of Yahweh boldly, and there we may obtain mercy and find grace and help in time of need. So if Yahweh says that I must come to him boldly, I am coming to him boldly and with great confidence that my prayer will be answered. This is the attitude of prayer, coming to him believing that what we ask for, we shall receive. We will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. The word once more is, For whom are you praying? For whom are you praying? What a wonderful topic today. So many people are praying. So many people say they are praying for you. They are praying for me. But are they really and truly praying? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we look to your word today, a very important topic in the relationship that we have with you and with others, our faith and our trust in you. You said that we must come to the throne of grace boldly and there we may obtain mercy and find grace and help in time of need. So today as we look to your word that deals with prayer, draw near to us, give power to your word, touch hearts, change lives and save souls, I pray, in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Once again, brothers and sisters, prayer is the opening of the heart to Yahweh as to a friend. Not that it is necessary in order to make known to Yahweh what we are, but in order to enable us to receive him. Prayer does not bring Yahweh down to us, but prayer brings us up to him. This is very important for you to understand. Prayer brings us up to heaven. Prayer does not bring heaven down to us. It is by our faith, it is by our trusting in him that we enter into his throne room. 
Yes, my brother and my sister, our fate. We have come to serious times. We have come to serious times in Earth's history. Events in our world call upon every follower of Yeshua to be totally in earnest in our relationship with Yahweh. To strengthen this relationship and to satisfy our emotional and spiritual needs, we must learn the power of prayer. We must plead with Yahweh like the disciples of old saying, Master, teach us to pray. Today, so many people curse God in their prayers. When you listen to them, you think that they are commanding Yahweh. They are commanding the Son of God. They are holding him in his collar and they are shaking him and they are shaking the answer out of him. They sound as if, as if they are warring with God, as if they are giving him an ultimatum, as if they are commanding God. That is being presumptuous. We must pray with a spirit of respect, a spirit of humility. Yahweh is not impressed by our long babblings. He is not impressed by the shout that we give, the shrieks that we give, the uncontrollable utterances from our mouth, Yahweh is not impressed with our prayers because he is God and God all by himself. He is Yahweh, the eternal, immortal, invisible, only wise Elohim. So why do we think that we can impress Yahweh? We are impressing our fellow man. That's all we are doing. We are only impressing those who are listening because we cannot impress Yahweh with our long prayers and our shouts of, of, of war and our cries of war to God. That's not how God does things. We must not pray to God as if we are fighting him, as if we are shaking him off of his throne. That is not how we pray. My brothers and my sisters, the scriptures admonish us to pray without season. That is correct. This does not mean that we are to spend all of our time on our knees in formal prayer. It does mean that we must live and serve our master in the atmosphere of prayer. We must serve our master, live for him in the atmosphere of prayer. If someone was to call you today to go to the hospital to pray for a soul, a brother or a sister who is on their last breath before they die, and the family members call for you to pray for that member. You should not have to go and say, I am going to sacrifice an animal. I'm going to sacrifice a goat or a sheep. I'm going to pray that God will forgive me of my sins. Yes, I know that there is no more sacrifices because Yeshua is the ultimate sacrifice, the only sacrifice slain from the foundation of the world. But what I'm trying to say is that you don't have to run and go and pray and ask Yahweh to forgive you of your sins and remove everything that stands between you and Yahweh. You should be living such a life worthy and pleasing and acceptable before him. It's an attitude. Your life is an attitude of constant prayer and communion with Yahweh that if they call you today to come at this moment to pray for someone who is possessed by an evil spirit that is tearing them to shreds or somebody who is on their deathbed, you can go right there without feeling a sense of shame and condemnation. This is what I am talking about, my brother and my sister. Prayer is the channel of communication between our souls and Yahweh. Yahweh speaks to us through his word. We respond to him through our prayers and he always listens to us. We cannot weary or burden him by our frequent heart-to-heart -heart communications. We are to be constantly in an attitude and the spirit of prayer.
We are to bring our burdens and our petitions to him. We are to come boldly believing that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. For he says in his word, let not that man who come to him think that he shall receive anything if he comes doubting. For a man who doubts is like the waves tossed on the sea. We must come to Yahweh believing that he exists and believing that he rewards those who comes to him in faith praying and believing but there's another situation that we have got to deal with there are people out there who need prayer intercessory prayer for whom are you praying are you truly praying for this person are you truly praying for this soul are you praying for them and their weaknesses or are you praying upon their weaknesses are you criticizing them are you condemning them are you there praying for them on your knees I'm asking this question because many times we say we are praying. We go to Yahweh and we spend two minutes on our knees and we say amen and we get up and we neglect that prayer. We neglect that relationship with Yahweh. We neglect intercessory prayer. We neglect intercessory prayer for the saints. The scripture said to pray for the saints. Pray for all the saints all over the world. Those who are going through diverse temptations. Those we have to pray for them. We have to intercede for our friends, our neighbors, our family members, our church brethren all over the world. Intercessory prayer. Who are you praying for today? James says in James chapter 5 and verse uh, 16. Confess your faults one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. We are going to take a closer look at this verse. Confess your faults one to another. In other words, you who have wronged somebody you who have wronged them not in a major way because Yahweh said that we must confess our sins to him but if you have come up against your brother and your sister and you have done them wrong something that you can go and tell them and you can confess your faults to them about you go and you do that get it out of the way the wrong deeds remove those deeds out of the way before you can pray for someone so the scripture says, confess your faults one to another that you may be healed. Yes, confess your faults. You see, the prime requirements for sincere faith in prayer is a clear conscience. You cannot pray for me. You cannot pray for the brother or the sister if your conscience is cluttered with all sorts of junk in your brain, in your mind, in your thoughts, in your feelings. You cannot go and pray for anyone because you have skeletons in your closet as they say. You have junk in your trunk, my brother and my sisters. Get it out of the way. Go to your brother and your sister and confess your faults. If they don't want to hear you, if they refuse to hear you, that's their business. That is their business. That's between them and Yahweh. But you have tried. You have tried. And that's all it takes. Nothing beats a trial but a failure. Wrong deeds secretly done. Listen to me carefully. Wrong deeds secretly done are to be confessed to Yahweh alone, as I have said. If you have wronged someone, you go to them and you confess your sins to them. You confess the wrong. You confess the fault to them. But sins that are secretly done is between you and Yahweh alone. Do you understand what I just said to you? 
A guilty conscience erects a barrier to unresolved resilience upon Yahweh and will defeat prayer. Let me say this again. A guilty conscience erects a barrier to unresolved resilience upon Yahweh and will defeat prayer. You cannot go to Yahweh praying because there is a barrier. There's a barrier that will prevent you from wrestling with Yahweh, from agonizing with him because the spirit will always be telling you, go and make it right. Go and make it right before you come to me. Scripture says, if you bring your gifts to the altar and you recognize that your brother has art against you, go to the brother and go to the sister. As I have said, if they refuse to hear you, that's their calling. That's upon them, but it is not upon your shoulders. So confessing our faults, our blunders, our trespasses, here, here now, very importantly, when you are interceding for those, when you are interceding for the brother and you are interceding for the sister, whether they be found in a spiritual fault or whether they be sick and they need you to intercede for them. The scripture is saying that it is the sick person who is to confess their sins in this particular case. Confession is to be a prerequisite to the offering of prayer for healing. The scripture clearly teach that sins are to be confessed to Yahweh alone. 1 John 1 9 and that we have but one mediator of sin between Yahweh and man, which is Yeshua Hamashiach or Jesus Christ. He is our advocate with the Father. Besides being a source of encouragement, fellowship in prayer enlarges our capacity for receiving blessings Yahweh would bestow upon us. One more time. Besides being a source of encouragement, fellowship in prayer enlarges our capacity for receiving blessings Yahweh would bestow upon us. We must have fellowship with Yahweh. We must have that fellowship. We must have that time alone, that quality time. Fellowship in prayer enlarges our capacity for receiving blessings Yahweh would bestow upon us. Oh yes, we've got to always find ourselves praying. Paul says, pray without ceasing, but our prayers must not just be weak, insipid, and, and tasteless, lukewarm prayer. It's a relationship that you have with the creator of the universe the king of kings and master of masters who gave us an open invitation a phone line that is never busy a phone line that you don't have to pay any bills for a phone line that is always available for you and the master in prayer oh yes my brother and my sister and after the sick man has confessed all of his sin and after he has examined his own heart to determine its singleness of faith petitions for healing may then be presented to Yahweh not until these conditions are met is Yahweh free to grant a request for healing if such is his plan, if such is his will, if it is his will to heal that person, lest they bring embarrassment to Yahweh. And that is why sometimes many people die after we have prayed for them for so long. They die because Yahweh prefer to put them to sleep now that they have given their hearts to him. And that they are ready to now meet their maker than for them to live and they bring embarrassment to Yahweh. So sometimes they die. Now let's go down deeper into this. The effectual fervent prayer. In other words, that which is earnestly exercised. So when you are praying for the brother and the sister, the earnestness or the fervency with this prayer is that you are 
passionate about it, the effectual fervent, that is the earnestly exercised ability to come to Yahweh in faith believing, laying hold of his precious promises that whatsoever we ask of him believing, we shall receive it. Once we do not doubt, we shall receive it. Not praying presumptuously, that is why you must pray for me saying, Yahweh, if it is your will, not my will be done, and say, Yahweh, your will, I pray, that your will be done in the life of the brother and the sister. Righteous now, for the fervent prayer of the righteous, the righteous man, yes, the petition, the entreaty, when it says of the righteous, the person who is praying, the righteous person who is praying fervently and earnestly, it means here that prayer depends not on talent, learning, rank, wealth, or office, but on the character of the man who prays. You hear what I'm saying to you today. For there are some people out there who think that they can walk around and dictate to God how to answer their prayer. And when they come into prayer, God must buck up himself and, and perk up himself because sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so is coming to prayer. So therefore, Yahweh is telling Gabriel, Yahweh is telling the seraphims and the cherubims in heaven, please don't disturb me because I must go and listen to this person in prayer. Yahweh is not to be treated as if he's a man. He is the king of kings and the master of masters. When we go to him to pray for anybody or to pray for anything, including ourselves, we must go to him with the utmost respect that we are going to the master. We are going to the creator of the universe. Yahweh, whoever liveth to make intercession for us. So prayer depends not on talent. God doesn't care how good you can pray or how long you can pray or how good your words are or how pretty they are. God does not care about that. It's not about talent or learning or rank. It's not about wealth or office, but on the character of the man who prays. So if you are praying for me, don't go to God. Don't go to Yahweh with big words and trying to preach to God and preach God off of his throne. Don't do that or don't pray for me. Go to Yahweh with a heart of earnesty, with a heart earnestly petitioning Yahweh for me. You don't have to scream Yahweh off of his throne. You don't have to do that. Just go to him humbly and meekly and you pray earnestly and you pray yes as if you mean it your life must be in conformity to the will of Yahweh first or Yahweh will not hear your prayer you make sure that all the junk is out of your trunk before you can go and pray for me because you're just going to a farm you're just going to a farm and it, at the end of the day it will avail nothing on your part however I must say this that the person who prays is not free of all mistakes. For even Elijah was not perfect, for he was a man of like passions. But he is righteous in that he does not cling to known sin. Yes, read Psalm 66 verse 18. He does not cling to known sin. He confesses, she confesses her sins before Yahweh. He is a righteous person. He is righteous in that he is in active fellowship and communion with Yahweh, even as Elijah was. My brother and my sister, are you listening to me? Are you following me today? For whom are you praying? And the word availeth simply means to be strong. 
Prayer as a means of cooperation with the will of Yahweh contributes most to Christian endurance and character development when it ascends from the pure and faithful heart. That's what I'm saying today. For whom are you praying? Are you praying for me? Are you truly praying for me? Or are you doing it just to say that you did pray for the brother, that you did pray for the sister? Because your heart has to be free of sin, free of all the faults and the, and the big and the contention and the strife you are to pray for me with a pure heart with holy hands come to Yahweh with clean hands when you are praying for someone first John 5 16 says and this is the intercessory part now that I want you to understand if any man see his brother sin and a sin which is not unto death he shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death there is a sin unto death I do not say that he shall pray for it. 1 John 5.16 Let us take a close look at this because there are many times people are erring and this is for the people of the Christian community. This is not specifically speaking to the man in the world. This is for the brother or the sister who is in church who have been caught in a sin, who have been witness committing a sin. However, just like you will pray for the brother and the sister who have been caught in a sin, you must also intercede for the person out there in the world that they would accept the message that they would turn their hearts over to Yahweh but this particular scripture this verse is talking about those of the Christian community let us look at it closer he shall give him life now what this is talking about is that the Christian who prays for an orin brother and thereby is instrumental in bestowing life upon that sinner in, in the sense that Yahweh listens to you praying for the brother or the sister because you cannot impart life to anybody out there who has been sinning or who has fallen by the wayside because of a particular sin but because of your intercessory prayer listen to me because of your prayer your earnest prayer your fervent prayer because of your interceding on behalf of this person Yahweh hears your prayer and Yahweh gives life to that person and Yahweh brings that person back on their feet and restores them because of your intercession but you are not supposed to be caught or heard lamblasting the person the poor brother or the sister who fell you are not supposed to be calling up on the telephone and talking to the other members in the church and saying did you hear what happened to brother so-and-so deacon so-and-so elder so-and-so pastor so-and-so you are not supposed to be doing that you are supposed to spend your time interceding for the brother and the sister even if that brother and that sister did not come to you and ask you to pray for them you must be of such spiritual maturity that you are praying for those of the household of faith and more so those who are weak we are to bear the burdens of those who are weak I continue the Christian has no power apart from the Savior so in the end it is Yeshua who gives life though the intercessory prayer might have been the instrument through which that life has been granted however such life is granted only if there is sincere repentance on the part of the sinner yes you are praying for the sinner you are praying for the brother and the sister but there has got to be sincere repentance on the part of that person my brother and my sister for whom are you praying are you praying for someone today are you interceding for someone are you truly agonizing for that person have you made right your wrongs have you confessed your faults before you go and pray for that brother or that sister when we seek Yahweh and intercede for others listen to me carefully 
When we seek Yahweh and intercede for others, Yahweh works in our own hearts to draw us closer to him and gives us divine wisdom to reach them for his kingdom. He also works powerfully in their lives in ways we cannot see or even fully understand to draw them to him. Did you hear what I say? When you pray for me, when you pray for others, Yahweh works in your own heart. Yahweh works in our own hearts to draw us closer to him and also gives us divine wisdom to reach them for his kingdom. When we pray for the brother, when we intercede for the sister, it has a double-edged application to our own lives. Because when we wrestle with Yahweh for the erring brother and the sister, Yahweh also blesses us because he sees our earnesty. He sees our fervent prayer. He sees how we are wrestling. He hears the prayer and he accepts the prayer on behalf of others. And likewise, and consequently, we receive our blessing. Yes, he works powerfully in their lives in ways we cannot see or even fully understand to draw them to himself. Many times we don't even know what is going on in the in the minds and in the in the lives in the hearts of those people who we are praying for who we are interceding for sometimes we may say Yahweh this person is not turning to you we might think that there is no change but you cannot see the heart you don't know the mind of the man you don't know what that woman is going through Yahweh will show you when you get to heaven he will show you what your prayer has done for many he will show you how many people are in heaven because of you interceding for them don't don't give up praying for them. Don't give up interceding. Do not give up for you will never know who you are praying into heaven. Keep praying for them. But just make sure that when you go to Yahweh, you do not go to him presumptuously. You do not go to him ordering him or commanding him or shaking him off of his throne. You go to him with utter respect because he is the king of kings and master of masters. We need to feel the energizing influence of the Holy Spirit as the disciples felt it on the day of Pentecost. Of their experience at that time, we read, here is what it is said of them. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And they spake the word of Yahweh with boldness. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that art of the things which he possessed was his own. Selfishness was expelled from the heart. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of Yahweh, Yeshua, Hamashiach. And the great grace was upon them all. When we come to Yahweh, when we present ourselves before him as an open book, as a living sacrifice, the place will be shaken under our feet. And when we begin to pray for the brother and the sister, great things will happen. Great things will happen. Chains will be broken. Yokes will be ripped off of the necks of the saints and of the sinner man. Yes, let me tell you something. Fetters will be broken. Captives will be set free. People will be delivered when our lives are in harmony with Yahweh's word and with his will. For whom are you praying? Brothers and sisters, by the grace of Yeshua, the apostles were made what they were. It was sincere devotion and a humble, earnest prayer that brought them into close communion with him. They sat together with him in heavenly places. There is where we have got to spend our times, spending quality time with Yeshua in heavenly places, so that when the time comes, when the opportunity comes, when the invitation is given to you and to me to pray for the brother, 
to pray for the sister, we can go because we have a relationship. We have a relationship with Yahweh that we can go and we can pray and intercede on behalf of anybody at any time, at any place. Are you listening to me? They realized the greatness of their debt to him. By earnest, persevering prayer, they obtained the endowment of the Holy Spirit. And then they went forth, weighted with the burden of saving souls, filled with zeal to extend the triumphs of the cross. And under their labors, many souls were brought from darkness to light, and many churches were raised up. Shall we be less earnest than were the apostles? Shall we be less earnest than the disciples and the apostles? my brother and my sister shall not we by living faith claim the promises that moved them to the depths of their being to call upon Yahweh Yeshua Hamashiach for the fulfillment of his word the scripture says ask and you shall receive John 16 24 is not the spirit of Yahweh to come today in answer to earnest persevering prayer and fill men with power is not Yahweh saying today to his praying, trusting, believing workers who are opening the scriptures to those ignorant of the precious truth they contain? Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Matthew 28, 20. And the question is, why then is the church so weak and spiritless? Brothers and sisters, the church is weak and spiritless. That Yahweh has said that he will be with the church even unto the end of the world. And yet still the church is weak and the church is spiritless. And I will add, the church is insipid. The church is lukewarm. The church is cowering in the corners, cowering from the forces of darkness. Why? Because each man and woman, each man and leader in the church does not have that relationship with Yahweh, does not make themselves available to Yahweh, does not have the faith, does not have the true faith, but only a form of godliness. That is why the church is weak and spiritless. Have mercy. For whom are you praying? My brother and my sister, before you can pray for anyone, you have got to remember that there are conditions that must be met. Your life must be in conformity to the will of Yahweh. But we need prayer. We need the prayers of those we love. The song says, I need the prayers of those I love while traveling all life's rugged way that I may true and faithful be and live for Yeshua every day. I want my friends to pray for me, to bear my tempted soul above, and intercede with Yahweh for me. I need the prayers of those I love. Oh yes, my brothers and my sisters, I need the prayers of those I love to help me in each trying hour, to bear my tempted soul to him, that he may keep me by his power. Yes, brothers and sisters, I want my friends to pray for me, to hold me up on wings of faith, that I may walk the narrow way kept by our Father's glorious grace. I want my friends to pray for me, to bear my tempted soul above, and intercede with Yahweh for me. I need the prayers of those I love. For whom are you praying? Are you praying for me, my brother and my sister? Or are you praying on my mistakes? Or are you praying on my faults? Or are you praying on my shortcomings? What are you doing? Are you truly praying for me? Are you truly praying for the brother? Are you truly praying for the sister? Or are you magnifying their mistakes? 
takes? Or are you magnifying their faults? What are you doing, my brother and my sister? When you go on your knees to pray, what are you doing? Are you doing the right thing? Is your heart right with Yahweh before you intercede? What are you doing, my brother and my sister? For whom are you praying? Heavenly Father, today I want to thank you for your word. I want to thank you that your word has said that we can come to the Master. We can come boldly. We can seek you, Heavenly Father. We can come to your throne boldly. There is no busy tone. There is no operator message coming on. Your line is always open. Oh yes, we can dial you up on the royal telephone. Yahweh of hosts, I thank you for your Son, who is interceding on my behalf and on the behalf of all men who are willing to accept your blood on the cross of Calvary, Yeshua, who is ready and willing to accept your pardoning grace, your pardoning mercy, who is ready to accept the all-atoning powerful blood that shall never lose its power. Yahweh, pray for them. I pray that they will seek your face. Prayer is about being fervent, being earnest, being honest, being dedicated. Prayer is a life attitude. Prayer is an attitude. It is a state of mind. I pray for them, Yahweh, out there who are lost and on behalf of the saints that they will pray, O Heavenly Father, without season. This is my prayer in your son's mighty name with thanksgiving. Amen and amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tartola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1284 547 4601.